Welcome to Holy Prophets Radio, a business show that applies God's Word to your work. Discussing business basics ranging from starting your own company to complex human resources challenges. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule, archive shows, helpful downloads, and much more at leadingforachange.com forward slash radio. Now, get ready to take your company to the next level by applying biblical truths to your work with Holy Prophets Radio, hosted by Bradley Waldrop. Hey, welcome to the program, and uh, we have a guest with us today that we'll be getting uh, into the conversation here shortly. But uh, before we start and get too far into the program, I do want to recognize that this is Memorial Day weekend. And Memorial Day weekend is uh, both a, a bittersweet kind of thing. Uh, I would say that um, it's great to have the freedom that we have, but there are lots of families out there who have provided a sacrifice that is just uh, an amazing thing for all of us. So those folks who uh, have lost someone, whether they be friends or family, uh, my heart goes out to you, and my, my eternal thanks goes out to you as well. Uh, without it, we wouldn't have the freedom here in this country that we have. Um, and those of you who have a uniform on or support a family that has a, a uniform on right now, uh, my heart goes out to you as well. I know that uh, you being in harm's way is uh, what makes this world um, a better place. And uh, th thanks for the service that you provide to us. And um, it's, a, it's a debt that we can't, we certainly can, can never repay. Uh, with, with all of that, you know, uh, we're sort of sitting here with thanks, and I, I haven't had ever a chance to say thanks to, um, to Mike, who engineers our show. I'm just so thankful that he's here every week making us sound good and uh, dealing with the gremlins that are in the technical machines that, that are here uh, on a weekly basis. There's always something brand new, uh, and I thank him for his faithfulness and getting us through all of that. Uh, Shelly Hughes and uh, Pete Blackshaw for having the trust uh, in me to get this show on the road and and uh, put it on the air you, you guys are, are an amazing couple people who are dedicated to getting God's word out in lots of different ways and I thank you for that and then um, you know the the last two that I just like to say thanks to uh, here real quick uh, I was having a conversation with the, uh, the co-hosts of the previous show in separate conversations over the last few weeks and I'd like to say uh, thanks to Jeff for encouraging me to do a podcast for the show I think that it reaches a brand new audience and without his encouragement I, I don't know if I would have thought of, of doing that and then I also wanted to thank Leslie for her encouragement for the YouTube channel that we just launched so that's brand new we, we do have a YouTube channel and what that uh, has done is highlighted for us last week's uh, integration of multiple cultures in our organization with our interview with Kevin McCracken who was COO or who is COO of Social Imprints it was a really fantastic show a lot of fun for me for sure. And, uh, you know, I wanted to talk this week about sort of what life looks like when we have to pivot or revisit the basics of our business. And that's one of the reasons why uh, Anne is here. We're going to talk a little bit later about uh, what, what that really looks like, what a mission and vision statement is and, and why we do it. But, but before we do that, I wanted to talk a little bit about the return era in the Bible. And, and the return era is, uh, as a conversation I was having last week with my wife, it's, it's like God put the Israelites in a 70-year time out. 
Uh, I don't know if you've ever had a timeout when you're a kid uh, or if you're a parent right now who has kids. The timeout is, is really kind of an interesting thing. It allows you to sort of regroup. Uh, I know that, that I've certainly heard this, and, and I've said it to my own kids. Uh, while you're sitting in that chair, in that corner, in the silence, I want you to think about what you did. I want you to think about what you did wrong. And the Israelites had 70 years to try to figure all that out. And I can't even imagine um, the silent treatment for 70 years. Uh, but but they, they certainly had it. And what was happening, you know, is they were coming back uh, to the nation of Israel. And they had to do some rebuilding. And in that rebuilding, you know, the, the book of Ezra is, is kind of where I was looking this last, this last week for the show. And in chapters 1 through 6, it's all about rebuilding the temple. And we're going to spend some time talking about rebuilding the temple because the process of rebuilding the temple is a lot like rebuilding our own businesses. So I want to talk about that. And then the second half of Ezra is spiritual rebuilding, and we'll pick that up some other time. Uh, but, you know, as these uh, folks... As the Israelites are in the midst of trying to understand where life is and what they're doing, the 70 years of silence, or not necessarily silence, but exile, and they're, they're living in another culture, they're trying to have to, to, to get themselves sort of back together. And in getting themselves back together, uh, you know, they've got four specific things that they do that I think are, are directly applicable to, to our business. The first is that they regroup and they find those that remembered the cause. As they're coming back in to Israel, they, they went back to those individuals in, in culture who really remembered what the temple was all about. Not just what it looked like, but what it stood for. And I think that we have that same challenge in our own businesses. Uh, oftentimes, when we're ready to either pivot or things are not going well, uh, you know, financials and companies are a lagging indicator of whether or not we've done well. Uh, and, and when things start going south, the fundamental problems have already solidified. We're already struggling with cultural problems in the organization. And I think that if, if one of the things we need to do is we need to sort of focus on regrouping with those individuals who remember why we started what we were doing. Grab those folks, get them together, and participate in this conversation about why, why, why did we decide to get this thing going off the ground to begin with? What do we stand for? What's, what is important? What is our soul as far as a business is concerned? So, uh, you know, the, the Israelites were certainly struggling with that. They found a solution, and the solution was go find the people who were part of it. Go find the go find the individuals who were all of there, all there, and and in that they also they had two different two different groups. They had a group that was going to be asked to build the temple. Those are the ones that remember the temple that were part of of the uh, the nation of of Israel uh, who had a. Um, a a, a social and emotional tie to the temple. And then they had the Levites. And the Levites were the priests. But the Levites were the bosses. Right? They, they were the ones that were telling, uh, telling the workers uh, what to do. And they were, they were connected with what God's plan was. So they were asked to be the supervisors. And I think that we, we certainly have a model for that in our own businesses. Grab those individuals who are socially connected, emotionally connected, who are invested in the organization to participate in that strategic plan. And we need to have those leaders who are, who are willing to stick their neck out for what they believe is right. So, you know, as we're, we're going to be talking after the break about how, how to craft a mission and vision statement, we have to keep that in mind. The team is much bigger 
than the person who owns the business. It's much bigger than the one or two people at the top of the organization. So the, the next is that they were all united during the Reconstruction. That means that they were behind one main idea. I think that that's a major struggle for all of us in business. You know, we have, uh, as leaders in organizations, have two responsibilities primarily. The first one is to plan. The second one is to communicate. And we don't do either one of them well. We like to work in the business and not do either one. But, uh, you know, what we'll see here is that the Israelites, they were united around this big idea of rebuilding the temple when they came back to Israel. And th what was interesting is not only they were they united, but their works showed it. And what I mean by that is that they were all asked to give as they had the ability to give. What that means is uh, they were invested. They, they had a chance to participate not just by sitting and working, but they had a chance to participate with their goods and, the, and their services. So um, we want to be able to find that part of the team who's willing to invest. Is, is that extra overtime uh, that's not compensated? Is it working on the weekends? Is it working before work or after work to make sure that, uh, that the plan goes forward? I, I think it is. And I think that what you do when you have that environment is you have a team that's so solid because they're so much more emotionally invested than folks who just show up at 9, leave at 5, look at it as a paycheck, and, and move on. So uh, that's the second piece. The third is start from the foundation and build it well. Uh, so many of us want to put gingerbread on our organizations. We want a brand new service. We want a, a new direction in life. But we, we forget to go back and check what we really stand for, why it is we're doing what we're doing. So, uh, you know, it's a good idea to make sure that we stay focused with that. And then the last bit is to celebrate the milestones. If you, if you realize what's happened there uh, as the Israelites came back, every time they accomplished something, they went to the altar and they celebrated. They celebrated their gifts. They celebrated uh, the next milestone. And I think that we don't do that enough in business. We don't, we don't get to a point and say, hey, we finally got here. Now what? Well, heck, let's not talk about now what. Let's celebrate. Let's go have a party. So when we get back uh, from this break, we are going to chat about how to take those particular concepts and put handles on them and do them the right way in business with Ann Lazo. Welcome back to Holy Prophets Radio, and uh, we, before the break, we were talking about uh, the return era when the Israelites came out of exile in Babylon back into Israel, and talking about rebuilding the temple and participating in this process of, of reconstruction, and uh, I thought that would be a really great idea for us to have Ann Lazo here, and talk a little, talking a little bit about that reconstruction process. Um, Ann is just a wonderful lady who participates here in the professional community inside Asheville. She owns a consulting business called Eagle Soars. She participates in the marketing aspects, in the training aspects, and strategic planning of different businesses, and uh, we've had a chance to work together a little bit. Uh, also, my thanks and, and hats off to the logo that was designed for the Thank show you. and the artwork that was uh, put together for our podcast. That is all Anne's work, and I appreciate uh, her dedication in doing that and having a vision for where we are Thank what we're you. doing with our business um, here at the radio show. And I just wanted Anne to get a chance to talk to talk to all of us a little bit about who she is, what she does first, and then we're going to go into the specifics about the mission and vision, uh, core values, and uh, what business owners need to know uh, so they can do it right. Okay, well, uh, thank you for having me on the show this Absolutely. morning. It's uh, very exciting. 
Um, just a little bit about myself. 11 years ago, I was out in um, corporate America working as a, a director of sales and marketing for an environmental consulting and remediation firm. Um, saw some things changing, decided at that time I wanted to go out and live a lifelong dream of owning my own business. So I got into marketing and I focused really on the area that I, I, that I thought there was a gap and that was with the owners of small businesses and medium-sized businesses because they couldn't really afford a public relations firm um, and they didn't have somebody doing their marketing for them and it was an area that was underserved so I decided to go into that area to really help those businesses do business better um, because I believe everybody has a, a desire to do business very well um, and that was really what I wanted to focus the business on and as it as the years progressed um, so did our service offerings and we started getting into training and development knowing that a business isn't just about the marketing materials that you send out there it's really about your team behind those marketing materials and making that a stronger team as well yeah no that's great and, and you and i some somewhat share some history uh in working for professional services businesses mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and when we work for these large corporations there is this massive staff mm -hmm. that exists to advance the message and i know that the small business uh, family business owner, the sole entrepreneur can't figure out how to how to split their time enough. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm so glad that you're providing services to them because uh, having that kind of vision and understanding what it takes to put that kind of quality message out there is super important. And uh, you know, I I just encourage you to keep doing what you're doing Thank because you. it makes the, the our own small business environment better. So, uh, you know, as we were chatting about this show uh, to begin with, we were talking about this process of either pivoting and moving in a new direction or, or, or realizing that things are not going the way we want it to go. And oftentimes it comes right back to the fundamentals and the basics of what a mission, vision, and, uh, and core value statements are all about. So um, if you could, for, for the aud listening audience, just sort of describe uh, what your view is of the mission, vision, uh, oh, the mission statement and the vision statement, just so that... Uh, we can put it into context. I think it's the both of them are really uh, um, combined together, and they're they're like the lighthouse of your business or the compass that keeps pointing north. Um, your vision statement is really the bigger picture. What what do you want your legacy to be? Um, it's it's not so much down to the the minute things. Whereas the mission is how people know what you do. It's how your employees know what they're doing when they come into work every day and how your customers know what you're selling. So that's really the activities of your business, whereas the vision is what you want that business business to accomplish um, in a larger level. Right. No, absolutely. That's great. I like the, the analogy of the lighthouse. That's a, that's mm -hmm. a really great analogy. And I, uh, when I work with small groups, uh, whether they be organizations, mission, uh, whether they be um, um, businesses or, or uh, churches or other things, uh, when we talk about, you know, kind of going and launching a group to go do something, that, that short set of instructions in the very beginning, that's sort of the mission statement. This is why mm -hmm. we're here, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and uh, businesses have a, a much longer list of things that they want to do, but to keep it concise is probably a very good thing, so everybody mm -hmm. can remember what, what they're doing, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and the vision 
what I think you've, you've articulated very clear. What direction are we going? Mm -hmm. Where do we really want to be? Um, do you find that that vision changes depending on how big the, the organization is or how mature they are? I think as a company is growing, that vision will change. Um, you're out there, you're doing a business, you're, you're finding out things, you're learning things yourself, you're experiencing things. And if you're a, a Christian in the business world, you're also praying and you're seeing the impact that you can have out there in the community. So I think that as, as a business grows over time, that vision statement will change, um, hopefully more global for, for the better of, you know, affect more positive change sure. out there. Uh, you know, I think that it's also interesting that as, as uh, those companies mature, not only does that vision statement get to be longer and broader, uh, oftentimes, um, you know, the, the time frame and what they want to accomplish does get bigger, but the focus gets more and more narrow because the, the company has figured out a little bit of what, what their niche is and why mm -hmm. they want to do what they're doing, and they've decided that, that the shotgun approach that they were using when they first started their business doesn't work anymore, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they want to focus on a specific area of the service that they do or the, or the product that they provide and do it so well no one else can compete. Right. Do you ever run into those kinds of companies who are they're, they're still trying to figure it out and, and, and then you have to coach them to get to be smaller? I, I think all the time, uh, um, because one of the things I know that business owners want to do is constantly be better at what they're doing. You don't go into business saying, hey, I just want to be average today and, and just get the work done. You know, I think that they all want to go out there and be better and, and, and make a real impact. Um, so I don't think it's a process that ever really you stop at. Yeah, you're, I would you're, agree. You're consistently growing. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. And um, we talked a little bit about core values, and uh, when we were kind of coming into uh, out of the break, we talked about core values, but we really haven't articulated what those core values. W what is it? What is a core value? Why? Why do we need them? To me, I think the core values are, are how you go about accomplishing your miss mission, how you treat other people, um, the impression when someone sees your company, what is that impression that you want your company to give to them? Uh, you know, we talk about trusted leaders, you want people to trust your company, um, do you want your company to be a fun place for people to work in? It's, it's those breaking that mission down into how you want to do business. Yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, sometimes we can even use a set of core values as kind of a litmus test for how we would make a decision. Mm -hmm. I, and one of the things that I find businesses struggle with uh, is the carrot, the apple, whatever it is that's attracting them is so attractive that they forget their core values and they're willing to sort of park them on the side, chase after a new dream along the way, and then they realize when they get there that they made a mistake because they sacrificed what they stood for in order to get more money or expand geographically or provide a new service. Um, and I think that that's kind of what we're talking about here is when, pe when, we when we get away from, when we diverge away from our core values, we've got to have somebody in the organization or a team around us to say, what are we really doing here? Mm -hmm. And uh, and so when we talk about creating this brand new mission and vision statement or resetting it, so to speak, what does that process look like? Well, to me, I think it's important. Uh, there's certain areas of business where I think it's important that you get outside professional help to kind of 
guide you through that process. And this is one of those areas that I think is important to work with a consultant who is experienced in this area. They can ask you the tough questions. They can kind of get that emotion. I mean, every business owner has an emotional side to things. You've invested time in certain things. That may not be working. Um, but you don't want to give it up because you've invested all that emotion. So they can kind of help you walk through that thing. They can also, I think it's important to get your, your team involved in it because as you mentioned, it, when everyone feels that they're part of that success and part of developing that mission and vision statement, they've invested something in it. They're going to invest their time into making that succeed. So I think they can, this professional can kind of guide the whole process for you. Um, help you draw out what, what it needs to be and help the team come together and get that unity within the team. That's great. And when you're talking about enlisting the help of a consultant, uh, a lot of people out there, I think, are concerned that uh, when you hire a consultant, you're, you're spending more money than you will, will get value from. Uh, and uh, they don't know how to pick one. right? I mean, th there might be 15 of them that they know or have heard of uh, what what's, what advice can you give the the business owner who's trying to reset their direction? What advice can you give them as to how to pick somebody to help them out? I think it's important to come back to your core va values. There you go. To choose a, a consulting firm that has the same core values that you have. Um, even if your core values have changed, you had some starting out, and you know what those should be. So I think it's important to work with somebody who feels the same way about business that you do. I think I think you're right, and I think the one of the easiest ways to do that is to start contacting consultants and having a, just a one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. sit-down chat with them. Right, and m most consultants will provide uh, free consultation up front, mm -hmm. and they'll talk about uh, what. They want to understand more about the business so they know if it's a fit for them as well. Uh, but it, it, what, it, what is really kind of a two-way street. It's a, it's a relationship that you're mm -hmm. starting to build. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you've got to kind of sit down with them and you've got to ask each other the sort of tough questions going in. What do you really stand for? Mm -hmm. And how? And, and as if you're a business owner, oftentimes you have to think, uh, I, I, I suspect, I, you need to think about how that consultant is going to hold you and your team accountable, accountable exactly. and and whether or not they have the right kind of character that's going to come across as, with grace and mercy in that accountability process, or if it's just going to be abrupt and difficult mm -hmm. uh, because there are there are personalities that just don't fit mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, so that's that's really great. Uh, if you were to give um, sort of one bit of advice in this entire process, mission, vision values, uh, what, what one piece would you like business owners to know before, you know, they were to shut off the radio today? Hmm, that's a tough question. You want me to come back to it? Yeah, I think because that's because there's so it. many good things that we're talking about that I think, I mean, the, I think it's important to remember that the mission, the vision, and the core values are again, your lighthouse, that you need to, as you're going through this process, always come back to that. Periodically evaluate what you're doing, coming back and saying, are we still on target for this mission vision? Do we need to alter it in some way? Or have we totally strayed and, and, and just come back to that and make sure that it's written down and that everyone knows that mission vision um, and those core values? Well, that's good. And I think that's a, a really good response. And, and with that response, how often would you recommend a business sort of revisit or maybe it's part of a strategic planning session or something else? Uh, do, you, do you have a back-of-the-napkin idea of what it would take to, to do that? 
Well, I think with any kind of business, it's important to always be, you know, looking at your return on investments and things. I think maybe it's a quarterly thing. Um, okay. I, you know, it's going to be, in, I think, individual to the business um, as they're going through things. Maybe it's something that your team helps you decide when you're going to come back and look at it. Or maybe it's just as a matter of you're going through things and something doesn't feel right. Okay, let's go back and take a look at that, that mission and vision statement. So I think what I heard you say was it's not a weekly thing. Right, mm -hmm. it's, it's not it's not so common that you have to carve out time every week to to work on, uh, and I also think what I heard you say is you need to have a team around you that you trust enough to keep you in check, mm -hmm. and to say, hey, wait, I think we're getting off track, and mm -hmm. uh, that's difficult for business owners because, well, heck, you know, they wouldn't be the business owner if they didn't think that they're they're they're. Uh, opinion was right all right. the time, right? So that's uh, that's difficult, and and we're all I mean we're all guilty of that, uh, sort of having these blinders on. So uh, one of the things that I think that most small businesses don't understand is we're talking about the the the, the timing along the way, is that uh, these kinds of meetings there there really are kind of two two different types of meetings uh, that occur in businesses, and and they are tactical meetings, how to get the job done, right? That's getting the team together and working on the process of procedure and things like that, and the other are strategy meetings, and and those strategy meetings have to do with our core values and the direction we're going, mm -hmm. uh, not not just not just the direction that we thought we were going, but the direction we need to go. Uh, maybe we need to make minor adjustments along the way, uh, not sacrificing the core values, but uh, but enhancing our business one direction mm -hmm. or the other, and, and maybe uh, oftentimes uh, for us the struggle is what not to do. Not to add more things to the list, to, to the to-do list, but mm -hmm. you know, stop doing this because it's not being effective, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so strategic planning periodically, uh, and for each business, it could be different, right? Mm -hmm. Once a quarter, once every other year, once a year, who knows? But, uh, but they are periodic, and I think that that's one of the reasons why bringing a consultant in actually helps, because you can help identify what that periodic nature is. And I think that most business owners don't understand that consultants aren't there every day, 40 hours a week. Right. They come in, they participate in whatever event you have, document it, move you forward, and then they sort of vanish like a shadow in the night. Right. And then you bring them back when you need to. Right. Uh, so you really don't incur a long-term cost, and it's something that you can negotiate up front. Right. right? Well, I, I really appreciate Anne being here. It's been so helpful to talk to someone about uh, the mission and vision process, uh, someone who does strategic planning and participates on the marketing end and getting that vision or that, 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 that message out uh, consistently. Uh, if others need to figure out how to get a hold of you, what's a good way for them to do that? Uh, they can go visit my website. Um, that's at www.eaglesores, and that's S-O-A-R-S dot com. Um, or they can call me toll-free at 888-410-3070. How about an email address? Email is askusk at eaglesource.com. Nice. That sounds great. Do you have a Facebook page? I have a Facebook page at Eagle Source Consulting. See, look at that. You're like multimedia, <laughs> social social media and everything You've else. You've got to these days. And yeah, well, absolutely. We, we're uh, we're just, just kind of running up here against the clock. But uh, what I wanted to do is uh, just sort of let you know that you know, this big picture of uh, what the Israelites did when they came back to Israel is really in, in very in, uh, striking parallel to what we have to do as we're rebuilding our business. Uh, we have to start from the foundation. We have to regroup with those people who really understand what the cause is. We need to be united during that, that reconstruction process, and we need to celebrate those milestones. We really need to be able to look back on, on it and say that we did something right and, uh, and, and give each other a high five and, and, and celebrate 
celebrate along the way. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about the silence era, uh, that, that period between the, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and the fact that sort of nothing was going on. I think us as business owners oftentimes feel like we're right in the middle of a silence era. So we're going to talk about that and, uh, and how each one of our businesses uh, still need a Savior. So uh, join us next week, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Don't you worry, don't you worry, child. See, have a style.